0: If you can find a coach in your life, whether it's a health coach, financial coach, any coach that you think is appropriate for you, have a conversation with them, spend the time with them and listening to them, asking questions and obviously listening, then have that feedback loop that you can actually get help with moving forward with your life. Because we're quite often stuck in our own head with the same story, with the same ideas, because if you start talking to other people, you get different ideas. And different like bubbles start popping in your head and go, oh, what about this? If you had that idea, then you can bring to your coach or person that you trust and go, what about that? Can we try this? Can we try that? Then that opened a total different path for different ideas that go forward.
1: Hey, we're back on the podcast with Kai Leong from K-A-I-L-E-O-N-G dot com. And Kai is a co-author with Pat Massidi in the book Ready, Aim, Succeed. And Kai is all about unlocking your family's financial success. He has insights into the world of personal development and the finance industry and entrepreneurism, banking, wholesale, and logistics, and so much more. So we're going to be talking about what makes Kai stand out and about his insights with money, personal development, and everything that goes along with that. So Kai, glad to be talking to you.
0: Thanks for having me, Robert. You're very
1: welcome. Yeah. And so what is your passion over the last six or 12 months? What has you really excited to get out of bed in the morning? What has you really fired up these days?
0: Yeah, what really fired me up these days is is really seeing people suffering, going through what's going on with inflation, taking over people's life with mortgages going really sky high from food, petrol prices. Everything has really gone up. People that haven't really planned for it, it's really in the shock and I'm uh, just not sure what to do themselves with work, with income, with family, because everything's just gone up. Even going out for a meal, the price have pretty much gone up more than 20%. What's really pushing me get up in the morning is to think of ways to help people to get back on track, not just focus on the money itself, but to really plan for the own future and do something about it. No matter how small it is, people need to start taking action.
1: I love it. People need to be thinking more into the future and planning. So that way, everything's not a crisis. Everything's not an emergency. And it's always fun to look into and tap into people like you who have the money situation figured out because people who really have this really good money mindset, it's like they're saving up everything. They're saving up every single month and they have more of a long-term plan and they can adjust when life happens and it's easy kai to to feel the doom and gloom about like you said the inflation and the food prices and the ho- house prices and the interest rates and all these sorts of things but it seems like every decade there's some other crisis right there is like so, the mother recession or uh, some other post 9 11 economic situations So it seems like the what's guaranteed is that some of these huge world changing emergencies will happen like pandemic, but it seems like every decade, there's just something. And so just jumping into our conversation here, what's a good mindset to be in? If someone is out there and saying, why is this happening to me? And they're just always anxious about what's happening in the news. What's a good first step for someone to feel better and do better about their money situation?
0: It's the right mindset to have is to get started. No matter how prepared you are, you are never fully prepared until the crisis hit or until a circumstances come, come up. We can never be fully prepared and be fully in the future knowing what's going to happen. But the key step is to really get started, start planning, put the pen onto paper and really start thinking about if this happened, if that happens, what am I going to do? You can never be fully prepared. Even myself, I tried to prepare for many years Things are always unexpected. So it is taking that one step, just putting pen to the paper, start writing what kind of life you want to achieve. If things do happen, if it doesn't happen, then it's great. Always plan for the worst. It's probably the right first little small step that people have to do is putting that pen to the paper and start writing down what's that
1: step that you are planning to do. I love it. It seems so simple and yet so few people do it. And you're making me think about 10 years ago, I was I had to write down in some form like my yearly income. And I was thinking like, I don't know, is it like 200 grand? I had I it was just weird that I had no idea what my actual income was, even though I was filing taxes. But that would be like a thing to do to catch up on when it came tax time. And I just I honestly just at the time just didn't know what my numbers were. And, and so when you're saying, so get started and put some of this, get some of this written down and it, someone might say, what does that look like? So would you recommend that someone maybe list of like maybe five bullet points of their ideal lifestyle would look like, or should someone be writing down like their, their budget or yearly income or desired yearly income? Or w- when you say write some of these things down, what's a good starting point for what to write down?
0: A good starting point to acknowledge where you are. Sometimes people tend to look in the future and then leaving, start leaving in the future without actually thinking about where they are right now. We're acknowledging where they are. So it's the first step is to write down where you are now, whether your income, your debt, what kind of relationship even you have with your families, what kind of job situation, what kind of business situation you are. Just write down what you are currently at the present. The second step is to plan about how you're going to get there. So... The how will eventually come to it when you start having goals and plans you have in place set yourself a short term medium term and a long term goal whether you are sitting down with your spouse having a one-on-one just to work out those current situation what you are trying to achieve in the next three five years and then if you have a business partner in a business then sit down with your business partner go through the same scenario if you have something Different, not just the business side of things or family. You have a fitness goal, for example. You've got a fitness trainer. Maybe sit down with that personal trainer. You might not be putting a pen to a paper and start writing that down. But what would you like to achieve in 12 months' time? I want to lose five kilos. I want to gain some muscles in, in my legs, for example, if you're a roller. Just start having that conversation. Obviously, understanding where you are now. And then just go through and go, what do I want to achieve? All right? One, three, five years. And then the third step is the how-to. People tend to focus too much on the how-to. I don't tend to focus on the how-to because there's a lot of different ways in getting to the how-to. Once you start moving, things tends to happen. Surprisingly, it's never the planning that leads to how you actually do stuff because how you do stuff will eventually change. But it's just writing down what possible options that you can have in achieving that. There's a lot of different how-to that you can go, I can probably, if you're not into the fitness industries, maybe start talking to a person in training or maybe a really fit friend that goes cycle every day, walking every day. Maybe just have a conversation with them, that person. And then when you start moving that way and start taking action, I think taking action is the main thing. It's good to put pen to a paper, start writing goals, like start acknowledging where you are. But if you never take action, never, things will never happen. So once you start first step, acknowledge where you are. Second step, is to think about your short, medium, long-term goal. Third step is to write the how-to. doesn't matter if right or wrong, and just write it down. And then you go from there and start taking action. Step four and five is to take action and take action. And step number five is to review. and Go, bang, go. Oh, does that really work? Personal trainer, I'm not a fan of this personal trainer. Maybe I need to start looking at a different personal trainer. I'm not a fan of this financial planner, for example. They're not in the same mindset. That's where I am looking to achieve my goals in the next three, five years. Should I look at different financial planner? I've got a friend in business. So what financial planner do you use? Tap into that kind of feel and go, oh, it's your financial planner. Into the same mindset as you and I are, whether they invest into properties or they're slowly into the stock market, into the financial planning kind of industry. Where they're just selling products for major firms and getting profit and getting a commission from them. So you start taking action and then all these questions will start coming to you and then find a coach and expert to answer you and then review those steps, each step at
1: at a time. And this is very doable advice. And what is refreshing about it is how simple it is. We're not looking into some kind of magic bullet or secret system. You're saying, let's go back to the fundamentals and maybe the reason why you haven't gotten to where you want to go is maybe, first of all, you don't even know where you want to go. And also you've made it too complicated on yourself. So you're saying that it comes down to basic goal setting and then communication. And communication means with yourself, knowing where you're at. You mentioned a little bit in there of communicating with your partner, family, partner, anyone that is involved in part of your process. And then you figure out where you're at and whatever that means for you. And then figure out these one, three and five year goals so that you're not just living in the future, as we're saying, right? You're not just living in some vague dream where you want to be someday, which is like a good tool to make yourself feel good, but doesn't necessarily get you there, right? If you have these different time periods, present one, three and five years, and then it might even be a matter of once you list out though those factors those kpis as they call them right the key performance indicators and you say here's the money situation or here's the weight situation whatever kind of goal setting you're doing then That even just that alone might spring you into action a little bit. might get you excited and say, okay, I'm at this weight and I need to be at that weight. And I need this personal trainer to get me there. And then to put in X amount of time per week to get there. It's okay. Now I can make those first few steps. And then you're saying, as we make the press, we'll be on our way. We won't jump to the end of the finish line, but we're heading towards our goals. And when we get to those inevitable obstacles, roadblocks, bumps in the road, there's a little bit of a feedback loop involved where you reassess and you might make decisions or you might change parts of the formula, like you were saying, different personal trainer or a different sort of financial planner. And so we're, you and I are at this point in the conversation where we might be talking about kind of the mistakes, right? Because it's easy enough to say, make a goal and take some action. But then as far as like specifically the money situation, right? You've talked in your chapter in Ready, Aim, Succeed about how like your father had a bad relationship with money. And I'm sure that you've seen kind of these similar mistakes happening, right? Where people just they ignore money, or they just have a they have a bad attitude about it. So are there like maybe a top two or so just mistakes people make with money that are easily fixed? If we tap into your mindset, anything like that in your travels, just like what mistakes are people having with money? A lot of mistake people have with their money It's more the mindset. They're thinking, I'm
0: stuck. I can't do this. And I have to do it by myself. There's no one else, no one else out there that, you know, can think like me and can help me. Obviously not, because everyone is different. But We all think differently. There's sometimes in life that we have to find that person that do a lot better than us. And we need to humble ourselves to ask, how did you do that? What's your mindset like? The approach. We need that. Mindset change that is outside of us, not within us, that we keep playing the same story, the same tape, that we can't do this. I'm terrible because of our past. We are influenced by our past, but if we can get around that mindset that the world is in abundance, that it's not scarce, and we can tap into the abundance in the world, whether it's a friend of yours or someone that you look up to, that feel free to go and ask them because... Just imagine if you are really successful in life, whether it's in health, in relationship, in finance, if someone come to you for a question and then generally listening to your advice, would you say no to that person or would you take the time to go, that person really take time to ask me that question. So I would do my best to help them. Obviously time constraint and the right time to ask the person is it's crucial. But if someone do come and ask you when you're really successful, will you say no to that person or will you just walk away? Especially if there's someone that you 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 want to help, a family member or friends, of course you spend the time with them and take the time to to show them what kind of mindset you have so you can grow into that person by helping that person. So if you flip that around where you look up to some, someone else that is really successful, doesn't have to be in and uh, in business or in in money, it could be in anything. They will have the same approach to you. They would easily, more than happy, to take the time to spend with you if they have the time. If not, book a time with them. I'm sure they can spare 30 minutes to an hour to have a chat with you to change the mindset. They go, How can you do that? How have you been successful? I think mindset is so important that we think we are limited with resources. There's no abundance in the world, but in fact, it's quite the opposite. There's abundance in the world there's unlimited resources out in the world. We just got to have the mindset to tap into it. Not afraid to ask the question, say, Can you help me? I'm struggling a bit. That goes through with a lot of mental health in, in, in current situation as well. People are too afraid to ask for help. People are too ashamed to ask for help. People are playing the same tape and the same story in their head that's not helping themselves to succeed in life, to get better than where we are right now. We just got to take the action, ask the questions. Don't be afraid to learn and make mistakes because, you know, that's life. That's why they create a pencil with a razor at the end because we can never not make mistakes. And we learn from mistakes. Kids learn from mistakes. If kids don't learn to fall off a bike and hurt themselves in the process of learning to cycle, then they will never learn to cycle because that's part of life. Mindset is definitely that important in that way that we have to stop questioning ourselves. All the answers are out there all the questions are in us, we just got to ask the question, take the action, and don't be afraid to ask.
1: I like that a lot, that the abundance is out there, but it's up to you to be a part of it. It's up to you to ask the right questions from the right person and look into some of the stuff. And I'm liking the way that you think that the mindset is one of the number one important thing. So that way, if you have that good mindset, then you can figure out some of these minor problems as long as you have the you you know what questions we're asking you're just always curious and you're just reminding me that the information's out there and you every, everything's a google search away and if you want to have that healthy money mindset and that kind of positivity you can open up youtube every single day and even play something in the background or play some like A podcast while you're in your car, instead of just listening to to talk radio or instead of watching reality TV, learn some things. That way you can break the pattern. And it seems like that's another huge part of your philosophy here is getting out of your own head and getting out of your just your old cycles. And it seems if you if you keep everything inside and you don't write things down and you don't communicate with others and you don't ask for help, then you're just spinning your wheels, as they call it. And then you will be at the mercy of whatever economic downturn or political situation happens and you will always be playing catch up and never getting caught up. So it's up to you to rise to the occasion and to adopt these positive success habits that may be uncomfortable at first, but it's necessary in order to get to that next level and to become the person that you know you need to be and the money and the fitness is then some components of what it is that you need to be creating. And Kai, stories are always fun, right? Because stories stick with us and stories allow us to really drive the point home. So do you have any stories from your travels and from your business to explain to people or make people understand what we're talking about here? Do you have any fun stories about how you have transformed someone's life with their money situation or some other aspect? What story do you have just to really, I don't know, send us on our way and to help us to feel some of these lessons we're teaching.
0: Yeah, let me just go back a little bit of story about how I started anyway. Just to paint a bit of picture before I give you a story. The story when I started is seeing my dad really struggle when I was in high school. He climbed the corporate ladder for over 30 years, working for someone else, always planning for someone else's business, working hard and cutting costs and increasing profit for any person that he's working for. So he ended up spending 30 years climbing the corporate ladder and then become a general manager and the managing director of one of the largest snack companies in Asia. Through that process, he's working seven days a week working for someone else. So that means his income is pretty fixed and that it could be some profit that he can make on on, on it with uh, bonuses and things like that. But obviously, it's quite limited as to how much he can earn. But in terms of his own personal finance, he's got no idea. He did not plan for it. The story I'm trying to tell people, no matter whether you're working as a trace person in the world or teaching or working for someone else, which 95% of the population do, the thing is, you know, you have to start thinking about how can I work for someone else while still planning for the future and still having a nest that you can grow, for example, this lady that I, 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 when I was used used to work in the bank and she comes to me and asks to to help her with some finances. So I go through the whole discovery process of discovering what kind of objectives that she wants to, what kind of goals she wants you to target, how many investment properties she wants to get into. She's got a current house that she's living in and she wants to get some equity out of the house that she's into to get into investment property. But through the discovery process, I realized Getting investment property is not really what she wants to achieve. Instead, she wants to achieve of having to travel around the world to have the freedom to to impact people's lives. So if we get into the process of not listening to her and getting the process of just getting her the loan because I gave a commission working from the bank and writing that loan, then she would have been more tied up to her debt, her loan, so she, can, she can't really travel around because she's got all the stuff that she have to manage. She have to deal with the property management side of things or renovation or things like that. Now, Obviously, you can do it remotely as well if you have a really good property management company. But that will set her a lot back before she can actually move forward. But then that's a good start in her having a conversation with me as to she wants to do something out of work where she can impact. Um, other people's life and she's a great knowledge in terms of medicine and she's not so much a, net, a natural path but she is really good understanding the natural way of healing herself and things like that so i get her to refocus on what she wants to achieve in that goals instead of getting a mortgage to actually refinance her debt into a, a smaller amount since so she can pay off some debt as soon as possible, that free up a bit of cash flow for her to plan about what she wants to do when she start traveling and start having talks and having seminars that she can actually share her knowledge in her field of interest. Then she can gain knowledge of that instead of tying her down with a mortgage. Um, once you have, if you can find a coach in your life, whether it's a health coach, financial coach, any coach that you think is appropriate for you, have a conversation with them, really spend the time with them and listening to them, asking questions and obviously listening. Then have that feedback loop that you can actually get help with moving forward with your life. Because like I said before, you know, we quite often stuck in our own head with the same story, with the same ideas. Because if you start talking to other people, you get different ideas and different like bubbles start popping in your head and go, oh, what about this? Then if you had that idea, then you can bring to your coach or your person that you trust and go, what about that? Can we try this? Can we try that? Then that opened a total different path, for different ideas that you can go forward. So the first step, like I mentioned before, it's always to obviously acknowledge yourself and then start moving into the direction of taking action. Taking action, no matter how small it is. Recently, I've been quite fit myself. I don't normally go for a run. I'm not a runner. I do running, but my knee's not doing it for me, but I decided to go for a walk. I take about an hour walk, take me about six to seven kilometers in a day. And that just frees me up, frees my thinking out and just go for a walk. At first I was thinking about having a half an hour walk, but then that leads up to about an hour walk and I just put my head on and it's the sun of day and just start walking. And if you enjoy it, then you can stretch it to an hour and a half. If you enjoy running, that's fine. So whatever you want to do, just start small, even for 10 minutes walk, if you want to do, it. and then slowly progress to like half an hour or an hour. Anything you want to start right now, just start Just start it. If you want to start learning a cooking course, just start looking at YouTube, like what Robert say. There's plenty of knowledge out there. Knowledge is abundance. But the thing is, not applying to the knowledge. It's what make us struggle because we think we know, but we're not taking action. We think we can get the information we want, which we can. We can Google, we can YouTube. All the knowledge and information is abundance. But the thing is, if we don't apply it, then the abundance is out there. It's not in us. So we need to start taking action, whether it's a small action, whether it's a big action. Sometimes we take such a bigger step that we feel overwhelmed and we end up not doing it because it's too hard. Another example I give you, I'll give you is... I've been having cold showers now for about 12 months. First time I tried, that was many years ago. I only lasted for about half an half, probably about a week. It was too cold. It's too hard. All the excuses come playing in my head. And then the second time, which is this time, second time about a year ago, I decided to try it again. It was the end of summer. I can still excuse how the is still a bit warm. But then as I get through winter, that's where, because I started small, where the water not too cold yet and then you slowly get into that stage where you start reframing your mind saying you can do it it's not that hard you've done it before a couple of weeks ago or two months ago or whatever it is. you can do it and it's just cut. start doing it the less you start thinking about it and start doing it then the easier it gets so now i've been more than 12 months into cold shower and last year i probably had about 12 warm shower in total the rest is cold shower you whether know, it's early early in the morning or late at night you just gotta keep doing it You know, the more you do it, then the stop the less logical thinking that you try to convince yourself you can't do it. So it becomes more subconscious mind doing it, doing the action for you, and it just becomes easier and easier. So that's a few examples I've given you today that you can easily change your life. It's not easy to change, but it's easier, and it's never as hard as you think it is. So just take the moment, write down what I've mentioned. And then just start doing it, finding a coach and power
1: on. Awesome. Very powerful. And I think about this idea a lot of there's the motivation aspect and there's the discipline aspect, right? And many people say, I can't exercise or work on this project until I'm motivated. And what they're really looking for is that sort of subconscious support, right? They're looking to have that automatic habit. And you're saying that the only way to make something a habit is to start small and to go through that that short period of uncomfortableness. So that way, you're used to walking, that way you're used to exercising. So that way, if you have a day where you're not taking a cold shower, or you're not going for a walk, it seems weird. And it's counterintuitive, right? You just take some small action, and then the motivation follows. But that is the path that we need to get on in order to change our life. And it's not going to happen uh, magically by sitting around and thinking about it. And in fact, you're saying that if you think about it too much, then your mind will try to find ways of talking you out of it, right? Because your mind is trying to keep you safe, is trying to keep you from taking risks because your mind says, hey, things are pretty good right now and they could get better, but they could also get worse. And what we're saying is it's time to be bold and take a risk and to develop these better habits in many areas of our life. So that way we can enjoy something better than we have for now and not just be stuck in mediocre land and not be miserable. So if someone has been listening to our conversation you heard, Kai, and they say, man, this guy, Kai, he has some really good insights. He's a good listener because like he told that story about the lady that kind of had the wrong goal there of the investment property. And said she wanted to travel so he can really work with me as far as if I have a goal, I need help getting it fleshed out or need help translating it into taking action. How does someone find you? What's your website and what do you provide?
0: So my website is www.kyleong.com So K-A-I-L-E-O-N-G.com. So what I provide is a service that we help you to change your mindset. And my focus is to help you to get through that financial stage where you think you can't do it, to get to that stage where you can start looking after your finance, regardless of what the market throws at you. It's to having that planning. I love this quote from Henry Ford, the creator of Ford Industry. It's whether you think you're right or wrong, you are right. It's what you think of believing whether you can do it, you can't do it because you ultimately the person that decides the outcome. Jump on our website, have a look on the website. There's a lot of information out there that you can get started to change your mindset about money, to change your mindset about this current climate that we're in. There's a lot of propaganda being pushed to us in this market. We need to discern between what's the truth and what's influencing us, what's out there, what's out there. We can't control the wind when we are out sailing. I was out fishing last week. We cannot control the wind out there. We cannot control the sea out there. We can only control how we steer the ship, how we steer the boat, and how we can turn the rudder. We can control what we can control with the circumstances around us. So jump on board, check out my website, and there we go from there
1: a powerful and amazing message you can't control the weather but you can control your reaction to it and you know what Kai what something else that comes to mind is I remember when I was a kid I was not very habitual about brushing my teeth some days I'd brush my teeth once a day some sometimes I'd go a day or two without brushing my teeth and I had a dentist appointment coming up and I was thinking like oh no I need to like brush my teeth 12 times a day now to get caught up and as we both know That's not a way to get caught up. The way to fix things is to get that habit figured out. So that way you are brushing your teeth twice a day. And it may be run-of-the-mill boring when there's not an immediate threat and immediate danger. But once you get this habit figured out and it becomes automatic and it becomes routine and this becomes a part of who you are, then it frees up your mind to do other things. And it just seems the conflicts, the emergencies, the panic seems to disappear as long as you set yourself up for success. You and I both know it's good to get a good night's sleep, to drink lots of water, to eat healthier. And if you have a few days there where you don't drink water or you eat some fast food or you don't exercise, you don't see an immediate danger or an immediate problem. But if you live your entire life that way, then that's definitely not a thing to do. So it's good to be conscious of These good habits in many shapes and forms. And the very first habit that a podcast watcher or listener needs to do is go over to kyleong.com because once you go there, you'll see his website and you'll see some of those materials. So this way, Kai will be the kind of person that you can follow and get advice from. And when the time comes for you to have that conversation with him to say what Kai said was exactly right about how I can't solve all these problems myself, takes a village, as they say, and I need to at least have some kind of conversation with him to know where I should be going and know what my goal should be. So you need to go to kyleong.com So that way you can have that conversation with him and you can take the next step towards your dreams, your destiny and your financial future. So we will see you there. So that way you can actually um, be proactive and you can be in control of your destiny instead of letting the wind blow you around and push you around and you just have no idea what ever happened. The time is now to take charge and to do the right thing. So go to kyleong.com right now and we will see you there. And thank you, Kai, for blowing our minds with some really helpful improvement mindset and even money advice. I appreciate what you told us very much.
0: Thank you for having me, Robert. I really appreciate the time we spent together.